I don't know. I've never had a dog. What? Yeah. Are you like allergy? Is it? Your I was just really scared, scared of dogs growing up. That's kind like, of embarrassing. My parents. Yeah. Kind of. It's really embarrassing. You should have gotten a little white. Rusty rat dog. <laughs> Dude, my neighbors had those. And <laughs> no, like for real. And what they would do is I was like three years old and I didn't like understand what a dog was. And they would just like get under our gate and just like scream at us, just like bark at us for like 30 minutes. So I would just be petrified. Okay, that's fair. I mean, when you're three, you're like at its level. It's a bear. Yeah, essentially. I was like, this thing will kill me. I'm going to die. Well, good um, thing you didn't. Yeah, but now I love dogs. That's good. Yeah. Would you ever get a dog yourself? Oh, yeah. Hundred. What kind? Um, we're going. For. I really want a German Shepherd. I really want a German Shepherd, but also that's like a lot of work. That's fair, Huber. What's the dog breed that um, the canines? What are those? A Belgian Malinois. Yeah. So one of our favorite pastimes is watching um, canine takedowns in videos. Legs <laughs> no, um, the the very well trained canines. <laughs> they a lot of people think German Shepherd, but a lot of those are like the Malinois, which are people say is one of the hardest dog breeds to train um but because they're so rowdy just mm. all the time and they're they're hard to to train but they are beautiful dogs yeah. and they're speedy they're faster than german shepherds because they're a little bit skinnier hmm. so i just want a german shepherd so like they're faster lighter and bite harder really and they can jump like super far <sighs> I don't want that dog. That dog sounds scary. <laughs> yeah. Where we no. put him back into his childhood trauma. <laughs> now that is a dog to be scared of. Yeah. That is a dog to be scared of. Um, I love pit bulls. I've always had pit bulls. Mm. Um, I like pugs. Pugs are really. Good. Pugs are they have you like little... tiny dogs, don't you? No, my aunt just had a pug when I was younger. And it's it was, funny too because like he does not thing. seem like a small dog. Right? No, I guy. want. I want like a. I also want. I don't know what I want honestly. I want like a. Like a mastiff or something. Yeah, I want some, something. Something stupidly like inconvenient. Yeah, yeah no. Stupidly like, inconvenient. <laughs> like a huge great dane that thinks he's a lap dog. Yeah, some, yeah. Some that just like inconveniences my life would be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I uh, totally forgot what I was gonna say, but oh, pugs! I had a English teacher in high school who like worked with a pug rescue, and she had like four different pugs. They're she cute. was. She was like the epitome of like English teacher, honestly. Yeah, she had pugs. Every English teacher is the epitome of English teacher. Yeah. Yeah, that's such an interesting phenomenon. Um, I'd like to like do research on that because you know I feel like there's different kinds of history teachers. Like you have the history teachers that don't really care; they just wanted to be a teacher, and you have history teachers that are like very strict because they take history very seriously. But like English teachers, or I feel like are <laughs> all the same breed. A lot of my history teachers were just, um like sports coaches and stuff. yeah yeah that's we had a lot of uh math teachers that were coaches my yeah, geometry no, teacher not. was a coach our football coach was like an absolute meathead he wasn't really? <laughs> he wasn't teaching anything <laughs> that's funny um yeah some of our coaches worked like front desk and stuff they were just what yeah our, they were just there to work worked, with us. Uh, i had a coach that was an ap teacher oh yeah yeah we are um oops our like AP calculus teacher was like the baseball coach. Yeah, my A push teacher was the baseball coach, at least before I had him. But then my AP cal teacher was the cross country coach. Interesting. Our art, our art teacher was our cross country coach. Really? Yeah, my yeah. AP calc teacher was like some twenty seven year old dude that was just way too good at calculus. <laughs> Overqualified. Depth. He could have been like some multi millionaire doing something. But really? He, like 
he chose to wow. teach me how to not do calculus very well. Segwaying into multimillionaires, you know what I saw the other day? I wanted to go back on this teacher thing because I got a fun story. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so my the AP Cal teacher that was also the cross-country coach um, was married to the other cross-country coach okay. who is the former AP Calculus teacher at my high school. And guess where she went to high school? She same place, same place I did. She, so she taught at her high school? Yeah. But she met her husband at my high school, right? Wait, when they were both students or? No, he was her teacher. Oh, okay. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, so I I have a similar, not similar situation, but one of my teachers, he was a he, really, really friendly guy. His name was Mr. Keefe. I, uh, he was like that teacher that you really just like share relationship with to me and like mm. he like I, he really understood me i think i see where this so, is going. uh he he was like <laughs> 70 70 80 years old oh and is he really uh, that old i've he heard was, okay yeah, no, he was like mr. i would like to say i've heard stories of mr keith and i've heard mr keith on the phone like we'll be whoa, whoa. we'll be hanging out You're and calling, he'll call mr keith you call him on the phone yeah he's my bud i got his number <laughs> what, the, what yeah i also i also am still in contact with my with my dean from high school but huh. uh which is really interesting because if y'all have ever met this kid, he is a delinquent. <laughs> no, Dean Bunchu is my friend, and also I never got in trouble in high school. So, um, but anyways, so Mr. Keefe had a student that became a teacher at Creekside, and he like the first day that he was a teacher there, it was like the, like third week of school. He like somehow got like brought in, and uh, he walked into Mr. Keefe's classroom, and Mr. Keefe was like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "Oh, I teach here now." So then for winter break, I, uh, I like, you know, colluded with this teacher and uh, schemed schemed a little bit, made a little plan. And uh, so he let me into the campus about two hours early before, before the school day started. And we wrapped about like 40 things in his classroom with uh, wrapping paper and then put a fake Christmas tree in the center of the class and r- turned all the desks in a circle to, awesome. to like face them. And uh, then... <laughs> Then we found Mr. Keefe while he was, like, walking into the building. So I texted him. I was like, what are you doing in the library? And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> he's like, I like this bathroom better than the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's me so in the then, student center. I, yeah. have a, I have a specific student center bathroom. So then I, like, met up with him on the hallway. And he was like, so uh, what, are you, what are you doing? Why, like, why, why are you here so early? And I was like, mm, nothing, nothing. I had to make up a test. Yeah, yeah, how to make up a test. And then uh, we got to his classroom. And he, he, like, he literally, he was thanking me. He was like, thank you, Zach. This is awesome. I love this. <laughs> Good prank. Like, That's awesome. He's like, this is I, this is what I needed. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, Adrian, cool. should we start a, a Weagle prank war at the station? Mm, I don't think that, I don't think I could condone It would probably get too far, yeah, honestly. I can't, I wish. I can't condone that anymore now that I'm in an official capacity. That's fair, yeah. This is Mr. Station Manager now. Don't respect that. You just breathe so hard into that mic. I can't. <laughs> this is becoming an ASMR show. Dude, I don't know where I was the other day, but I feel like somebody, I feel like somebody <laughs> just started watching ASMR in front of me, and I was like, How bad did that sound? It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> somebody started watching ASMR. In class? I don't know. Oh, no, it might have been at home. And I was like, you got to turn this off. You got it. Do you all remember the little redhead 
girl that did like way too many ASMR videos? No, because I didn't watch no, them. No, because we didn't watch them. It, neither did I. But they're <laughs> you're like, lying. You're lying. Well, I, I no. didn't either. I didn't either. No, I'd be scrolling on Instagram. I heard about her. I'd be scrolling on Instagram, and then there was like this like eight year old red redhead girl oh, eating right. like a honeycomb. Eight years and then old. It, she was like young, I'm, and then and she, now her now her college is paid probably, but she she yeah. like eat a honeycomb, and it would just be like, <laughs> I'd be like oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's what like is a, happening? What, what is playing? Is it your phone? I'm, <laughs> dude. I thought that was the. I thought that was the the array. I've never had an alarm with that ringtone. <laughs> what just happened? I, was <laughs> I didn't so know confused. that that was me. <laughs> it was Mr. Keith. It was yeah. No, actually, that was the universe telling us it's time to go to PSA break. So stick with us. We'll get into who knows what when we get back. We'll be back why in two I minutes. Had an alarm. <laughs> These are the moments. message from the pipeline operators for Ag Safety Campaign. Welcome back. Oh, there you go. You got that. You got that I did order. it a little out of order. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. So, now that we're back, I have made a discovery that I don't think anyone should have to discover, may I just say. Um, this morning, I was feeling mighty hungry. I went to bed pretty early last night. I was, I was excited and ready to be here. Dude, and I couldn't sleep last night. I was so hungry for a minute. That's that's me when I woke up. I was like hangry when I got out of bed. This is a really long. She woke long up swinging. Yeah. <laughs> I want a biscuit. <laughs> and um. No, and so, she was she was yelling at me on on the way. She's like, "You work. You better be ready. Get in the car." <laughs> and so, I went to our wonderful convenience store here on campus, and I was like, oh, "Get me a little brekkie, right?" Mm. And. They have the little to-go, like, snack boxes. So I got one that has some hard-boiled eggs for some protein, some cheese. Um, it's got little crackers, and it also has, like, turkey. But the turkey is, like, cubed like turkey. But you can tell it's pretty processed. I mean, it's, like, it's like school lunch-type meat. And I think I there's g- more plastic in this container than the ocean. <laughs> it is a pretty large container but i it's just bulky plastic i go to grab a piece of turkey and it felt a little slimy and then there was like mashed potato consistency something on my finger afterwards and i said mm, maybe that's not for me so then i kind of got on the tangent of how do they process meats because everyone loves a good sandwich meat but there's like different levels and also like how does it last so long I like I was I was intrigued, so I wanted to watch how they make poultry deli meats. How do y'all think they do it? Uh, they don't. They dissolve it. <laughs> you think they just like grind it up, add some stuff into it, and like yeah. re? It's like have you seen the guy on like TikTok and Instagram who makes things like makes dishes out of the dish itself? Yes, I have seen that. He'll yes, be like, we're actually. making hot dogs today. And he takes hot he dogs, puts hot them dog in a blender, and then, yeah. and then reforms it Makes into it a dog. Oh, no. And then... No, these are, like, less gourmet. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's really weird. No, he'll, like, he'll he'll mash up the entire, the dog and the bread, mm-hmm. and then, like... Form make, it into a dog. Form it into a dog, and then cook that, and then put it on a new bun, and Ugh. then do it again with the new one, and Ugh. then keep doing it. Ugh. I don't like that. At some, I mean, at some point, it becomes more bread, less hot dogs. So, gross. Okay. Is that it? So is that his, is that his thing? Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. that's I've like seen. that's all he does. <laughs> I mean, I've never like looked at his account for like thoroughly. I saw, a but crazy I mean, that's all one. I've ever seen him post. Mm. I saw one that it was like 
Cheez-Its or something. He like crushed up Cheez-Its, added water, made like Cheez-Its again. It didn't make any sense yeah, to me. I think he could have just eaten them the, f- the first way around. <laughs> <laughs> the first time around. He's really just making things harder than they need to be. So typically they are produced by extracting the meat proteins Add- oh. by adding salt and massaging or tumbling the meat, which brings the stickiness. Oh. So my meat is massaged before I eat it? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and that's why, that's why like, the more process, processed it is. I mean, it can also be more dangerous. It's like ground meat versus, like, a steak. You know, more more opportunity for bacteria to get on there. I guess. But it's also, like, I guess the salt's in there. Because, you know, if you're ever using, like, a mortar and pestle, you put a little salt in there to help grind everything up. Yeah, well, that's, it, yeah, it breaks down the proteins. Ex- extract the protein? Yeah, but how does it, one extract a meat protein? Well, like, that's do the they salt. The salt naturally does it. It like it's it's like soluble. And does it, that like, just mean they like defeather the the bird? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So it says like sectioned and so they just meat. they take the protein and leave the meat, and then make it meat again. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So for example, uh. the the kind of turkey I have, I feel like it would fall under this category. This is from the website Supermarket Guru. Um, I'm not sure how <laughs> trustworthy it is. but They're the, they're the ones lying to us because <laughs> they're the ones selling it to us. Yeah. <laughs> Sectioned and formed meat products are restructured meat products. They are prepared from chunks or pieces of meat and are bonded together to form a single piece. These substances that bind, or the substances that bind these together are non-meat additives, meat emulsions, and extracted myofibrillar proteins. They are produced by extracting the meat proteins by adding salt and massaging or tumbling the meat, which brings these sticky proteins to the surface, or by adding non-meat proteins. Myosin is the major protein that is extracted. The meat becomes soft and pliable and then is shaped through the application of force using different molds or casings. It is then cooked to coagulate the proteins, which bind the chunks of meat together. (sighs) That's jarring. And I don't think that coagulated all the way before it got put in the box. I think the student center might have also just not had it refrigerated properly. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's <laughs> conjecture. I've had, I've that's had conjecture. Some I some of the worst food I've ever had in my life from the student center. Like from that C store, I've had some of the most I don't foul know. tasting food I've ever had. <laughs> I mean, the breakfast sandwiches aren't the sushi always good. Yeah, the sushi's good. That's because they don't make it there. That's true. They just like they get everything else shipped in. I've had. Have you ever had the pepperoni and the cheese? No. This little cup has got pepperoni, cheese, and crackers in it. It's the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> it's so it's bad. Processed meat, cheese, and soggy crackers. No, no, no. no, no I, I mean, you. I eat a lot of cheese. You I eat do a lot too. of cheese. I've gotten a cheese stick from that sea store. It's been, I don't want to say mushy, but it's like, it's definitely like not fully cold. Why would like, you not get like the little... Sargento ones that they have? I probably did. They have the good brand ones. I probably did. I don't know, man. Uh, you, you've seen me pick my cheese. <laughs> what? We, there are times. Whoa. No. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we, we take trips to Walmart or Publix like just for cheese. And crackers. Yeah. Yeah. That's valid. Yeah, we're big cheese connoisseurs. Uh, cheese, what are they? You know who's got great cheese? Who? Aldi. Aldi they does do. have good cheese. Aldi has good cheese, cheap. Yeah. And yeah. they have really good crackers. What? Kroger's, Kroger's are right with the cheese. Kroger has pretty fine cheese. Publix, what? the right Publix. I was gonna say that public. The problem with the Publix here is that it's just small because it's downtown. Yeah, no, the the right Publix has a, a nice cheese. The Publix by my house, 
Actually, the, the true the Publix, Florida Publix. The Publix near Davies' house. Mm-hmm. That is a revolutionary Publix. What is what is the word for like the people who are like cheese experts? Cheeseheads? No, yeah, yes. <laughs> that's a, that's like that's like self-proclaimed. Oh, cheesemonger. They're called mongers. What? Yeah, it's called. But they conquer all the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> like the the the, the uh, oh the Genghis Khan of cheese. Mm-hmm. That took me a minute to get. I don't know where it came from. Let's find out. I'm feeling mad educational today. It's British. Yeah, she's, a cheesemonger. She's still mad even after the food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesemonger, a person who sells cheese, butter, and other dairy products. So not someone who loves cheese. Maybe. Yeah, but not loves cheese, but it was like a cheese okay, expert. Okay, so find the right word. Yeah. Keep looking. Cheesehead, I'm telling you. It's not cheese. I don't think it's cheesehead. Yeah, it's a cheese. Okay, what does a cheesemonger do? A cheesemonger is someone who specializes in selling cheese. Another way to think about a cheesemonger is a cheese storyteller. Every cheese has a story, and it's the cheesemonger's job to learn it so they can what? explain the cheese's place in the world and on your plate. I've been I've been following this TikTok for a little bit, and I think this lady might be a cheesemonger. Now oh, I follow. I, now that I've been informed <coughs> of the terminology. I also, yeah. Okay, ooh, new term. Okay, a, tur- a tourophile is a connoisseur of cheese, okay, a look cheese up, fancier. Look up what a cheese maker is. Tourophile. I think it's just a cheese maker. No, there's mm. got to be a word. There has to be some cool word. A fromager. A fromager. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's dope. A yep. fromager. It's fromager. Cheese maker. F-R-O-M. Mm. Yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> F-R-O-M-A-G-E-R. Fromager. Yeah. That's, that's I awesome. I think it's just cheese. Oh, it is French, so it's fromager. Yeah, because fromage is... Is that cheese in French? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's cool. Fromager. I don't think I know a single word in French. I actually, fun oui. fact. Is bonjour French? Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I said that so, like, hesitant. Like, it was a word you're not supposed to say. Yeah. It, it was, the FCC bon- actually bon- banned bonjour. <laughs> no French on air. No French on air. I oh, had oh. to take French vocabulary um, for my ballet curriculum in jo- high wait. school. Wait, French vo- ballet? Yeah. So well. Okay. No, no. So that's you the thing. just had to take French vocab. Yes. Yeah, so they didn't teach you anything else about French. No. They were like, you know what? We'll teach you a few words. So if you're ever there, no, you can figure a little bit it out. Was literally only for ballet. That's... Like, so here's the thing. Ballet has like different offshoots. You know, you've got Italian, you've got French, you've got English, you've got, you know, it, Russian. Okay. But majority of the words that are commonplace anywhere you go in the world are French. I think Russian's probably the best ballet, isn't it? Um, Russia is known to be up there. Like, yeah. Bolshoi is probably head of the world. You know, John Bernthal learned how to act in Russia. He That's moved to Russia so for, like, three years. They, they take school. theater they, they, they take theater pretty seriously. He, he said he learned at the best acting school in the world. That's awesome. Sorry, continue. But, yeah, so, like, most ballets in French, you can go anywhere in the world and, like, know what they're talking about. So we had to take French specifically for ballet. So it was literally just, like, Vocab word, so it would be like, I don't know, things like so, like saute, which is like saute. It means like jumping. So like like sauteing something, like the the vegetables are jumping in the pan because they're like, yeah. So good because they're so tasty. Mm, so tasty. Saute. Wow. Wow, guys. Yep. We're intelligent. We are. I'm How, sure you're uh, Adrian, have you switched your major? To what? 
Just in general. No, he added no. a minor. I had ah. a psych minor. See, I did that too because I'm also intelligent, but I totally switched my major. From what to what? Engineering to not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's in accounting. No, oh. I'm not. Oh, he's in not accounting. Business analytics. So accounting. That's a good one. What is business analytics? I don't know. I'm <laughs> a business analytics teacher. I haven't been able to do that because I haven't been there. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I have not gone to a single day of business analytics one or business analytics two, and I'm a business analytics major. Are you, you probably like shouldn't say are that. Are you passing the classes? I have a 96 in the class. Oh. He's good. I feel like, like I that. could probably do business analytics on, I could double major. Probably. Probably. <laughs> you no, know, I feel like I, like I can figure it out. I, yeah, I have two minors, so I don't really want to. Two? Yeah. What? Dance. Hold up. Wait, dance and being a loser. Okay. <laughs> Boom roasted. Dance and neuroscience? Uh, well, te- yeah, like the psych. The track psych track B. B. Yeah. God, I'm so smart. Uh, Mine is business engineering and technology. Really? Yep. I haven't started it yet. <laughs> Wait, isn't that through <laughs> the engineering college? It is. Yeah, it is. Wow. But it's only available for like business and engineering majors. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I said, loser over there. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> can do True. it. Can do it. Wait, neither can you, Adrian. You're in COSAM, aren't you? Nope. nope. What? Computer science is in software engineering. engineering. Oh, uh, I thought you were CS. But also, CS is also engineering. Is it? Mm-hmm. Why is it not in COSAM? I don't know, man. I don't make the rules. It's stupid. I wish it? I could make the rules. <laughs> Dude, let's make the rules one day. If let's you... make the rules one day. Okay. If you were, <clears throat> I like that idea. If would you rather be? Um, okay, let me think about this. We have to cut to quick PSA break, and then we're going to quick fire our rules for what we would do if we were the king of the entire. Welcome back. You are listening to Compact Discourse right here on Weagle 91.1 FM. We are joined today... By Mr. Zachary Huber, a good friend of mine. Um, and <clears throat> if you're I'm, just now tuning I'm not in, great. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you tapped out it good, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before the break, we were talking about wanting to be in charge of everybody. So we decided to come up with how it was worded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's making it sound like we wanted to be dictators, just tyrants. We're the kings of everything. So we wanted to give you a quick list of things we would do if we ruled the world. I didn't make a list, but let's go. Yeah, it's I, like a quick I came up with one, and I think other than that, it's up to Rio to, you know, keep this going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, okay, well, I guess I'll preface mine a little bit. So uh, in my, in my uh, ultimate wisdom, I believe that there's only one thing that the world needs – to be happy because I've never seen someone frowning on a jet ski. <laughs> so if I was the leader of the world, there would have to be some sort of stipulation that every single person is required to have a jet ski. But the jet ski should be free. Well, I mean, it's like food stamps, but for jet skis. No, <laughs> if you no, can't no, afford no, no, one, no. you get one. Or maybe you can rent exactly. one. Maybe, maybe they're easily ac- accessible. There's I enough think, for no, everyone. We're gonna in the flood world. the streets and make. Replace cars with jet skis. Perfect. Better than CO2 emissions. Right. Uh, right. Well, they <laughs> the aren't great either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then all the things will be in the water. 
Yeah. Including All the plastic will be in the water. <laughs> well, no, I mean like the like the, the fuel stuff. Um, and the polar bears. I don't know. Polar bears that. will be in the water. No, we're gonna put a big wall around the United States. And then just It's just a big pool. Yeah. We could all live on big lily pads. <laughs> <laughs> the sea level will no longer be rising. So, so but, but we are the sea level. Exactly. So if we were leaders, we would turn everyone into frogs with jet skis. <laughs> and if you wanted to, if you wanted know. to not be a frog, you had to kiss a prince. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that many princes. I know we're running out. We're all going to like Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Hey, and then we'd get more land for oil for the jet skis. It's true. But if we flood over there, then the oil will rise up into the water. No, it separates, right? Yeah, it does separate. Yeah. We can harvest oil and water. water. You're good. Non-polar and polar. Yes. Okay, like what's, what's dissolves it? like. Yep, so true. <laughs> she took chemistry once or twice. Yeah, like four times, but yeah. yeah. Um, Rhea, what would your rule be? What would, what would the thing you do be? Um, that my like cabinet, and instead of elected officials, right, Anyone in a place? I thought of you were talking about like a like in a in a kitchen. <laughs> I know, I was like, <laughs> in she's a like, kitchen. She's like my my kitchen would always be clean. No, I I honestly I thought you were gonna go for every cabinet in the world has like a soft close. <laughs> yeah, that that, that would be. I my think dad's all toilet. I think all That's toilet seats should have the the soft close. I think mm. they should not make toilet seats that aren't soft close. And I think <laughs> that all of the ofi- the leaders and the government officials should be cheesemongers or fragiers. Is that from what you're saying? Fromagers. No. Okay. Can, I, can, we, can we go to the toilet clothes thing really quick? Yeah. Because Logan and I, our bathroom share a wall the way our apartment's set up. And at the beginning of the year, he would wake up and he would use the bathroom and he would just let the seat fall and it's not a soft close. I would cry no. every morning. It was louder in my room than it was in his room. It sounded like a gunshot every morning. I was like startled. I was like, huh? I, I, I was waking up with trauma. The and he toilet, was like, toilet seats climbing under the fence. See, <laughs> <laughs> for me personally, I currently don't have um, a lid to my toilet seat. So like, <laughs> what? what do you do? She just squats above it. <laughs> no, she hovers. She got one of like the holes that they like <laughs> they use in Asia. Uh, oh yeah. She just goes in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> I do have like a big Rest like. In, go walk the dog. <laughs> go walk your sister. <laughs> oh gosh, no! It like it, the hinges snapped off, so I bought new hinges. I just have to uh, fix it. Oh, I do actually remember that. We Hardware gal. These aren't too hard to fix. Those snap off. No, they do, and I mean it's cheap plastic. Yeah. But mine is a mine is a quiet close. It must be nice. It's great. I had to, I had to have a conversation with Logan. He's like, dude, it's not that loud. I was like, Logan, go stand in my room. Did you actually make him do that? <laughs> yes, and then I went and I slammed his toilet. He was like, "Oh, I didn't know, man." That's so funny, Logan. All you got to do is show Logan, and then he'll believe you. I'm trying to think of another. I don't really know what I would have as as far as rules. Uh, I would ban standardized testing. I think completely. That's actually a good one. I, I would ban. I, I would. Here if I didn't have an SAT score, mm, that's true. I would ban those. Um, Free people shorts with like the four inch waist. Ooh, I would ban those bracelets that have like the white bead and the black bead. Oh, oh yeah, the the, the, the salt and the that has, I hate those. The one that has water and like from the sand. lowest plant on the earth and, and the highest. Yeah, what? That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's so goofy. What? Yeah. It's so goofy. What they like? They they went all the way to the yeah. bottom of the trench and like yeah. scooped up a little spoon Allegedly. full of water. Yeah. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I I actually I believe. That I have watched a video of someone cutting that open, and there was jack 
Nothing. Nothing in there. There you go. <laughs> there was nothing in there. There was nothing in there. No, I absolutely hate those. I would also think what else I would ban. I would ban uh, men being allowed to wear their dogs out. Okay, I was gonna. Say, yours are out yeah, and I'm, on the I'm table right now. They're not on right the now. table. They're I'm, not on the table. Woof, I can. I, I'm on the other side of the table my, and I can see them. My so favorite breed of dog. My favorite breed of dog right in front of me. These piggies. <laughs> Um, no, I was gonna say something about flip flops. Ryan, Ryan was wearing some flip flops, and I yesterday. dogged him for it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So no, here's I, the thing, too. Dude, my, interesting. I, I'm allowed. I, I feel like I have a special place in my heart of hate for flip flops <laughs> because my brother. Because when will, you were a little kid, somebody <laughs> had was putting their toes under the, under <laughs> the fence. No, they, like they, they my brother, barking. my brother will wear them all the time. My brother has worn flip flops to bars. Nah, Which is, see, should be a crime. Okay, as Man, it's kind of cool, I, that's a, I'm so down. Living in living in Florida, I was like 20 minutes from the beach. Just wear no shoes. So, that's what I would do. I, I haven't owned a pair of flip-flops since the time I was maybe like 11. Good. See, that's like the thing. Burks, fine. Sandals, fine. I like a good toeless sandal. Anything that has like a toe, if it's a foot I don't need the thing schlanging and dangling right in between my big toe. (laughs) I can't do that. And that's like uh, in Europe, in uh, I I guess it's Australia. Flossing my toes. What country calls them toe thongs or foot thongs? Uh, Uh, Yeah, exactly. I think Europe or like Australia. I think Europe. What country? Europe. (laughs) Somewhere, (laughs) Somewhere in Europe. Probably, probably the fromagers, the French folk. Yeah. No, that's like their word for it, though, right? Foot thong? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they I don't know it. how loud we are to say that on air, but let's I keep mean, that's, doing it. I mean, that's what they call <laughs> <laughs> With the station I mean, I'm here, not, we can say what we want. I feel uh, like <laughs> flip-flop is worse. Uh, uh no. <laughs> it's just, see, no. that's the thing, too. Like, my dad, hey, like. Say both of those words on their own. Flip and flop. There's nothing wrong with either of those. But with the other one, there is. <laughs> so, growing up. My dad's from Hawaii, and he does not call flip flops flip flops. He calls them slippers. Nah, they're called nah, slippers. Nah, 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 so like, no, no, nah, that's not right. That's my, wrong. No, my dad like that's all he wears, or, or or no shoes. I don't know, but like I feel like my dad can pull it off. My brother, not quite. Did your dad have some like scary dogs? <laughs> I mean, if you're that if you're that adamant about dudes not having the dogs, no, out. it's actually funny because he's like a big military guy, <laughs> and and he's got two little dogs. <laughs> They're not little. What's They're a puppy? Okay, one is literally a puppy. Okay, what about the one that we talked about that was dead? Okay, that she thing was, was little. Big, that, b- big because it was fat. She was not fat. <laughs> that thing she was, was like, so muscular. It was maybe a foot off. She could have eaten you because she had stubby legs. Yeah, so it wasn't big at okay, all. Okay, well, she could have eaten you alive, bro. No, he's just saying that, like, we I could have eaten her guy. alive. I don't know. Too. We So, like, people in our neighborhood were, like, terrified of her. We'd take her on a walk, and people would go to the other <laughs> side was, of the street. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. It was you? No, no, no there was this, I... like, six-foot, like, he, like, built dude that would go to the other side of the street because he was scared of her. <laughs> when, I mean, she was, like, a pit bull mix. When we first got my dog, she was, like, literally maybe three pounds. Like That's she's wild. she's a whole nine pounds now. Like she's not she's not big at all. But there was like three Dobermans on her street mm. and like a They're massive scared of her. Rottweiler. And at first, at first they were, but like I think it was more so like, what is that thing? Like that, that's not even a dog. <laughs> they, thought it, they thought it was a mouse. They were like what? They thought it was a mouse. <laughs> yeah. 
Mouse in the house. I didn't realize they were, Doberman's. They like, terrified of her at first. I'd go like on walks and be like, oh, sh- Holly, come back. Don't get eaten. And they'd start running the other way. And I'd be like, ha, ah, gotcha. <laughs> I never realized Doberman's ears were clipped. Yes. Yeah. That, that's that's naturally, so they have floppy ears. Because they look so cute without it. like that. Yeah, without, they're cute. They look so scary with the ears. But like without them, they look so cute. They look like, so sweet. Did you guys? Okay, so I can never like see Doberman's the same. There was this book we read in fourth grade. And like there was a Doberman on the cover. And now I always think of that book. I can't remember what it was called. Um, it was like snatched or something like that, but it was about some kids that like steal a baseball playing card, and like, I don't know. There was a Doberman in there, and he was like a guard dog or something. I don't know. I can't think of the name of it. Did or anyone else read this book? what happens in the book? Did anybody else read this book? Hold on, I'm gonna look it we up. We don't. We don't know because you didn't tell us what happened. Book with Doberman. Okay, I'm gonna find it. It's called Swindle. Swindle by Gordon Corman. It was like a series, and oh, oh my gosh. Look, look, there's a Doberman on the cover. Yeah, that's a Doberman. <laughs> and they, like, steal a baseball play card. It's like Ocean's Eleven, but with 11-year-olds. I haven't seen that. Okay, so here, after a mean collector named Swindle cons him out of his most valuable baseball card, Griffin Bing must put together a band of misfits to break into Swindle's compound. And then they, like, they... So, some 11-year-old... Some guy cons him and is like, oh, this baseball card is worth like 10 bucks. I'll give you 10 bucks for it. And he really was trying to like buy a video game or something or a book. And so he sells it. Turns out the card is worth like a bunch of money. So they try to get it back. But then they have to break into his like place where he keeps all his like stuff that he's swindled people out of. And he has like this huge like Doberman watchdog. But they get the card. And friendship. It's a good book. <laughs> and friendship. I was a big reader back in this time of my life, so I really enjoyed it. Wow, that's really cool. That's interesting. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, they're like on their phones. I'm sorry. I was sending the bard a a, a picture. Are y'all's phones doing this? Because my phone is just like taking people's names out, but just putting the numbers where I was texting them. It does that it if I, like every now and then. But that's like if I just restarted my phone yeah, or if my phone, my phone was dead. What kind of phone do you have? 14, bro. 14? We're yeah. at that point? I don't even know. I I honestly couldn't tell you which one I have. It just it doesn't matter to me anymore. I just like know all like once I have to start charging mine every 30 minutes, I'm like, okay, it's time. It's time for a new phone. Yeah, that yeah. I get a new one when my parents finally decide they want to pay for one cuz I certainly can't. <laughs> and I'm very thankful that my parents do that for me. Yeah, same. My dad hates buying iPhones. That's like his least favorite thing in the world. You know what I'm also thankful for? PSA bricks. Bingo. I don't know. All right? Only because it's 845. We're going to head to a quick PSA break, and then we'll be back with our final segment of Compact Discourse this morning. Stick with us. Your career isn't a job. It's a journey. Your- there are jobs available right now. Welcome back. You are listening to Compact Discourse right here on Weagle 91.1 FM, your favorite student radio station. Switch. On this last little segment here, Adrian is going to be working on his registration because he forgot to register for his classes yesterday. But that's okay. While he's doing that and being professional, we're going to talk about professionalism. I'm kidding. Um... 
So me and Adrian are attending the Student Involvement Awards next week. And I wasn't sure what we're supposed to wear. And so I was trying to ask because, you know, can't be underdressed. And so he was like, I want to wear a suit. So I was like, okay, cool. And then he did confirm they are wearing suits. But how would we feel about wearing suits every day? Like, do you think you could be, like, a big businessman that has to, like, get on, like, planes and wear a suit every day? Unfortunately, that is the direction that my life is going right now. <laughs> See, I feel like, I mean, uh, most likely I'll be in, like, a lab coat and, like, scrub pants or, like, a lab coat and lab pants. So I might be good, but I don't know if I could. I mean, I like the idea of it. I could do it. Like, I could strut my stuff in, like, a pantsuit every day. But the problem is... I don't want to get up and actually get ready. If I had, like, a personal stylist and someone to, like, do my makeup, it'd be great. My mom still shops for me. I'm not going to lie. So you do have a personal stylist. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't quite call it that. You've seen how I dress. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It's definitely low effort, but that's okay. I mean, hey, I'm comfortable. See, that's the thing. I'd have to get, like, com- like suits are fine as long as they, like, fit right and they're comfy. I got to see if I still fit in my suit. <laughs> Putting on them pounds. I got it freshman year at like the beginning. Oh, of like high school? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. have you? Are okay. Got that that freshman fifteen really got you, huh, man? Oh yeah. L. Um, you know what else is an L? Elon Elon Musk. Uh, he. I don't know how to feel about this, but he has put out a new beverage that an, is an alky bev. That is designed to look like the Tesla trucks. Um, what are they called? Cybertruck? Yeah, Cybertrucks. Um, it's $97 for a three-pack. And I don't think there's anything special about them. I, I mean, I'll double-check, but and they're only going to be available in Europe. Yeah. Thoughts? Thoughts? Oh, it's, it's German. It's a German beverage. I think I'd uh, probably purchase some 1942 over that. It is a presented in a glossy black sleeve. The bottle is designed to emulate Tesla's Cybertruck. It ships to 17 countries in Europe. Oh, you have, it to, says, like, you oh, have to like pre-order it. Yes, the company the company's like pitch says. That it is brewed for cyborgs made by humans. Oh, gosh. Oh, this sounds awesome. <laughs> it, okay, I'm back. I actually, okay, I also have a hold on my registration, so I can't register for classes right now. What? Yeah, uh, I think I owe money, but whatever. We'll get back to this cyborg. <laughs> did you meet with your advisor? You're yeah. in engineering. Yeah, dude. I, I owe money to the university, apparently. Oh, that's Got to pay that e-bill. Yeah, that's I had fun. to do that I was like, last hey, year. Hey, Dad. Um, um, Dad. Dad. Musk I'm broke. first talked about the- <laughs> Dad, I got no money. <laughs> okay, back back to Cyborg. Uh I don't know what you even Cyborg call it. Bev. What what uh what's what are like the what classifies a cyborg? Um yeah, what does classify it's a cyborg? Just people with a neural link. I mean How do you know this? But that could be like <laughs> I've had an EEG done. Does that make me a cyborg? No. Everybody's like, well, technically a cyborg is just like somebody who relies on technology, so we all use what? our phones. Yeah. That's Wait, what Elon's what? argument is. Elon's argument is that if you if you we use our phones so much now that we are cyborgs. 
So if I use my phone too much, I therefore should purchase Elon Musk's way over expensive beverage. Sh- mm, doo doo drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also says that this isn't Tesla's. This is exactly what it says on the article. This isn't Tesla's first foray into the beverage business. In 2020, it debuted a liquor as well that came in a lightning-shaped bottle that sold at $250 apiece. You know, Tesla is very, um, what's the word? They're Judgment- about the show. Judge- no, no, judgmental is like kind of the word, but not the word. My dad, like, you, you've met my dad. He's I a, have. He's a pretty interesting fellow. But, so he like, he's a, he's a pretty hardworking guy, owned a bunch of rental properties, and uh, like, worked on them himself every day. So like, you know, when he when he was doing his work, he was wearing cargo shorts and a beat up black t-shirt with paint all over it. And one day he was like, all right, I'm going to go to the Tesla dealership and look at a Tesla. And they, like, literally wouldn't even let him get within, like, five feet of the car. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's – I mean, same thing with, like, any, like, designer fashion store. If you don't look the part, people – I mean, but he's – They're like, are you even rich enough to be in here? No, but, like, I don't want to say he's, like, a loaded dude, but, like – I mean, he, he, like, when you talk to him, you can tell that he's, like, educated and, like, has a decent Yeah, I mean, there's, st- himself, there's still they, like, a lot yeah. of things, there's still a lot of things in society that, like, you, people expect you to play the part because they want to uphold some sort of image for... Like Ferrari. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's it. That is very apparent in um, car sales and, like, because I feel like housing is not like that. If you have the means, the housing market, like if I feel like if you go to a real estate, they're not gonna be like, um, I don't know if you can well, afford it, the, this the, property. The weird thing is, it goes both ways because I know people like my one friend. He he bought uh, he bought like an, a BMW M5 and then broke it, and then like while it was in the shop, he's like, oh, I'm gonna like soup it up and make it crazy. So then it was gonna take forever for it to come out of the shop. So then he went to go buy like a. Uh, like the new sport Honda Accord or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like he was posting on his Snapchat story like, oh, they think I'm broke. The salesman said, can you even afford this because I have another sports car in my name. And the entire time I was That's just sitting. That's very valid. I, no, I was sitting there thinking like, so he was like trying to be like flaunty with it. He's like, oh, he thinks I'm broke and I can't afford it. Like, and then like showed a like a stack of cash and was like, oh, I'm about to buy it right now and like show him. And like, the th- it goes both ways. Like, salesmen will either be, like, don't get near the car like they were with my dad, or they'll do something like that just to, like, get your ego up. Oh, yeah. To try and so get that you, you to buy, buy it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a sales tactic. That that would be a very good one. I mean, and that's the other thing. Salesmen are similar to comedians in that you have to be able to know your audience, right? Yeah. Like, you're going to change your approach depending on the person. If I saw some young 20-something-year-old with yeah, another but... sports car in the shop, I probably would have done the same thing. But another thing is people like to live outside of their means, and that's how – I mean, think about the Roaring Twenties. Like, America has historically been that of wanting luxury, you know, even though we do pride – like, a lot of people pride themselves in America on, like, we're the hard working class and blah, 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 right? There's a lot of focus on, like, hard work and the American dream, but people still love luxury. Yeah, so one thing, one thing that my dad <clears> – <throat> Uh, would tell me is that 
every year, so the mechanic that, like, whenever my car broke or, like, my brother's car broke, we'd always go to the same mechanic, like, near all my dad's rental properties. And right across from the mechanic was a car salesman, and then right next to him was a repo guy. Mm, and the trifecta. So the salesman would buy the car, send it to the send it to the mechanic that my dad used, then sell it to right after tax returns came in every single year. They'd sell like a bunch of like beat up chargers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and immediately, like three months after, they sold them. They'd be in the repo lot. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's yeah. I mean, the circle of life, right? And it's just like the three three little three people working together. And they all like knew each They're, other. Yeah, and I bet they all make their living. Yeah. Because of well, it. I mean, they all help. like the the salesman would go straight to the mechanic. Yeah. And the mechanic I mean, obviously would do his part. Yeah. I mean, people are that's another thing like the, people, people love like, luxury, people but also money people available love to, to make them, they don't know how to they don't know how to, like, not hold on to it, but I don't know. People, I mean, you, people like to do things like that because it makes them feel better about themselves. That's why I need a jet ski. <laughs> I would feel better about myself if I had a jet ski. Oh, I definitely would. I, like, every weekend, waking moment, breath of fresh air, I'd be on that jet ski. I will say, <laughs> I mean, I think it's interesting that, like, you have certain friends that, like, you know, you're like, oh, I can't wait for the day they get that job they've wanted since, like, we went to high school together or, or, like, when they finally get that big break in acting or, like, for you, I'm like, oh, or, like, some people, it's like, oh, I can't wait till they, like, get married. They're going to have a wonderful wedding and, or, like, I can't wait till they become a parent. You just got Rickrolled on WEGL. We just got Rickrolled on WEGL. That's wild. Anyways, like I was saying, um... I can't believe that just happened. I don't happened. have I don't have the the headphones on, so I don't know what happened. We just got Rick rolled. That's crazy. And it said you just got Rick rolled by Weagle ninety one point one. I totally forgot what I was saying after that. I think we were talking about jet skis. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh and it's like oh you know I can't wait till they become a parent. They're gonna be such a good parent. I can't wait to see them succeed. For you, I can't I'm wait until the day parent. you get a jet ski. I can't wait to find like I just can't wait to see. Okay, but wait. Think about this. Think about the day I get a jet ski. And then the day I also have a son who also has a jet ski. Oh, uh, it's like a it's like a father and son little like he's a little jet ski. We're gonna have to tell everyone to clear the water. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> With that, we're gonna have to clear the water and the airwaves today because we have reached the end of Compact Discourse on this wonderful Thursday. If you like what you heard today, you can tune in anytime. We've got a variety of shows and things, and Compact Discourse comes on every Monday through Thursday, eight AM. We will see y'all next week. Enjoy.